but his rounded San Diego accent makes him sound like a kid. Car nods. Bobby goes downstairs, start by the door to the garage. Mike takes the master. Check your headsets first. Car touches his own and swings down the mic on his wire arm. You there, V? In the darkness, Valerie's voice is close, as if her lips are at his ear. Where else? She says. Her tone is amber, smoky, a little weary. Carr can almost feel her breath. All quiet out front. A guy walking a dog at the corner. A drunk in a beamer. And in back, Carr asks. Dennis answers. Not even a drunk back here. His voice is young and reedy and tentative, like Dennis himself. Carr looks at Bobby and Latin Mike. You guys hear everything? Bobby barely nods. Mike won't muster even that. Carr looks down. Clean shoes? Latin Mike snorts. We virgins now, Hefe? He says. The Hefe, laden with sarcasm. We never done this before? He walks off into the deeper darkness of the house, and Bobby follows. Carr takes a long breath and lets it out slowly. He strains to hear them rummaging upstairs and down, but they're silent. No, not virgins. There's a half-moon table in the foyer, black lacquer with a vase of drooping gladiolas on top and a drawer beneath. Carr thumps his own penlight and opens it. Carr has progressed to the office, a mahogany annex to the living room, with many bookshelves, but few books. There's a claw-footed desk squatting in the middle, and he's going through the center drawer when Latin Mike's voice crackles in his ear. Got a box in the master, in the walk-in, behind the suits. Looks like a real piece of shit. A surge of anger runs through Carr's gut. Leave it, he says. Five minutes max, and I'm in this thing. I said leave it. It's low-hanging fruit, Hefe. We're not here for fruit. Now stay off the air unless you find it. If Mike has an answer, Carr doesn't hear it over Bobby's laugh. You want low fruit, bro? You should see the liquor store going on down here. We lift a case of Dom, he'd never miss it. Carr grits his teeth. There'd been none of this bullshit with Declan. With Deke, once they were inside, it was all business. There was no idle chatter, just that gravelly bro calling out the numbers and the clipped whispered acknowledgments from each of them. Carr knows that Mike and Bobby are fucking with him, trying to get a rise, but he's not going to give them the pleasure. He takes a breath and is about to speak when Valerie cuts through Bobby's chuckles. You girls want to shut the fuck up while this cruiser passes by? She whispers. Mike and Bobby go silent and there's a chunk of ice in Carr's gut. He kills his penlight. Valerie's voice is a low monotone. Half a block down. Two houses now. God damn it, he's slowing down. Fuck, is there a backup you guys forgot about? Because he stopped right in front. Her voice gets softer, and the sound of rustling fabric is loud in Carr's ear. You can picture her slouching low behind the wheel. Bobby starts to talk, but Carr cuts him off. Quiet, he whispers. And then to Valerie. We 
burned or what, V? I don't know, she whispers. I don't... Wait. He's rolling away. One house down. Now two. He's at the corner, taking... a left. Something releases in Carr's chest. Dennis, anything? He just went past. He's hanging around on Smithdale. Carr flicks on his light again. Bobby's voice leaps into his ear. I didn't forget a fucking thing, V. You forgot how to keep quiet, Valerie says, the tension in her voice replaced by anger. You forgot how to keep your head in the game. You and Mike both. Don't drag me into this, Chica. And shut the fuck up, the both of you, and get back to work. It's ten minutes later when Bobby calls in. I got it, on a table at the top of the basement stairs, in a bowl with loose change and gas...